So, um, welcome everyone to uh, Coffee with a Recruiter. Uh, my name is Zoom. I'm joined by Jose, uh, my co-host, and the lovely Annie Jackson from Clio. Um, with this new kind of format, I suppose what we're trying to do is find out a little bit more about some interesting companies, and um, Clio is certainly one of those that we would love to, to learn more about. So, first and foremost, before we start talking about Clio, um, it would be great if you could do a quick intro of yourself, Annie, just so the listeners uh, know a little bit more about you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, a bit about me. I've been in recruitment now for about just over 10 years. Started off, um, I've always kind of worked in startups and scale-ups. Um, love working for them. They're always a lot of fun. Um, started off in a small company called Qubit. Um, that's where I kind of got my first taste of the startup world. Um, I've always worked more on the non-tech hiring side, so commercial, building commercial teams, product and design teams. Um, then went to go work for Carwell, um, quite a big name in the automotive tech community across Europe and the UK. Um, but now at Clio, um, a fintech scale-up, um, heading up the recruitment team. Um, started off at Clio as a senior tech and well, senior talent partner for product and design, um, but now leading a team of nine um, sources, talent leads and talent partners um, working across hiring in the UK, US and Europe. Wow, amazing. So, uh can you tell us a little bit more about Clio? What does what does the company do? Uh, what what is the product? Yeah, it's a really interesting proposition, actually. So we are a, a fintech scale-up. Um, we're building a radically different approach to money, money management. So we're an AI company. Um, Clio is an AI who is built to really help our users, who are mostly Gen Z, kind of 18 to 30-year-olds. Um, we really help by encouraging them to spend their money better, to help them build good credit and save what they can. Um, all through the AI, you can get roasted by Clio for your bad habits and um, you can use the free budgeting tool to help with um, giving you a full oversight um, of where your money's going. You can connect all of your different bank and credit accounts as well. So you get that full 360 picture of where your money's going. I think we've done a lot of research as a business and you know, for, for Gen Z in particular, money management is the kind of number one cause of stress. Uh, and our company mission is to really help um, alleviate that and to make, um, I guess, to help our users to build a life beyond a paycheck, um, giving them the chance to reduce that stress and feel a lot more positive about their money um, and what's happening with their money as well. Yeah, sounds like an awesome uh, proposition. I, I know that I certainly would have uh, or, or still can kind of benefit from something like that. And I, I know there's a often, oftentimes you hear that conversation about why don't they teach these things in school? And so it's great <laughs> to see that there is actually uh, something like this to, to, to help the younger generations. Um, it also sounds like you've got a great team there or certainly a great size team there. And um, have you essentially grown that from scratch? What was the, the setup when you joined and, and Kind of, yeah. yeah how, how have you kind of grown it from there? Yeah, it's been a really interesting journey. So when I joined, there was a head of talent in place. I, I joined as a senior recruiter and then we had a tech recruiter. So small team. But again, we were only a team of about 45 when I joined Clio initially. We're now 220 people. Um, we had to rebuild the tech team from scratch when I stepped up to head of talent. So um, a lot of the team are quite new. I've only been here for about a year or so. Um, yeah, so last year was really all about building out the team yeah. <laughs> and hiring a lot of recruiters, which at the time was very challenging. And um, yeah, we've got a great team in place now. Uh, most of the team work on technical hiring, so data science, engineering, and, and product and design. And then we have a, a really awesome talent lead for growth in business called Florian. Um, but yeah, they're, they're a great bunch. Um, two sources as well, one more on non-tech and then one on um, tech as well. Awesome. 
So obviously, given the the kind of um, theme of this this episode is to learn more about Clio and why it's such a great place to work, I'd like to ask that question outright. Like, what mm-hmm. does uh, what what makes Clio such a, a great place to work? Why would someone want to come and work there? I think that the mission plays a huge part in our ability to attract talent. I think more than anything, I think people, particularly younger people nowadays, are looking for a strong mission and real meaning in the work that they're doing. And I think giving people the chance to worry less about their money and stressing about money is, is only a good thing. And I think, l- like you said earlier, you, you aren't really taught how to manage your money at school or at college, and only the very rich can afford uh, financial advisors. So building a really fun app that can help people feel a lot better about their finances is really meaningful. And a lot of people, a lot of the people that we've hired have like real stories about how either they or they've had family members who have really struggled with their finances. Um, and I think in the US, it's, it's a huge issue as well for, for younger people, particularly with college fees as um, crazy as they are out in the States. And, um, you know, going into the, your overdraft in the States, it's really, really bad. You can get huge fees there. And I think Leo does really help people to avoid getting those fees on top of their um, regular bills as well. So I think especially going through a cost of living crisis in the UK, that people understand um, why this is an important thing to work on. Um, I think secondly, it's a really transparent company. I think we're quite well known in tech for having very transparent salary bandings and career frameworks. We've open sourced those and have been doing that for the last two years or two to three years. So um, I think we were one of those early adopters in tech in the UK to do that. And um, it's gone down really well, not only just internally, but also with the wider community in tech and with candidates uh, especially. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, that's certainly something that I've seen as, uh, you know, uh, someone that's been in, in internal talent recently, kind of leveraging the the open source uh, platform that you guys, you, um, that, that, that you have and, you know, being able to see that level of transparency, I think certainly from a, a recruitment perspective is is refreshing. Uh, and I, I suppose I'd love to learn a little bit more about what you've seen from the candidate side or applicant side of things where, you know, they're able to to kind of have that information. But do you feel that makes those conversations easier? Do you feel like it perhaps gets candidates a little bit more engaged because you're being so transparent? I think so. I, th- I think as a recruiter, I was maybe a bit reluctant to go fully public with the bandings I kind of assumed that everyone would just ask for top of banding and it would lead to tougher conversations but I think if you can be really clear on why you've um, put someone at a specific level within the banding why you've leveled them at the level you have it goes down really well with candidates I think they really love the transparency and really value it I think um, it makes us look really like fair as a company I think especially in tech Um, so yeah I think it's gone down really really well and I guess it kind of helps save the recruiters time. We kind of put the banding on there. People that are probably on a lot more and are looking for a lot more on salary probably aren't going to apply and aren't going to waste their time, which saves them um, time and us time as well as yeah, recruiters. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I suppose with that in mind, it's probably a good segue into the culture of the business. And, you know, you've talked about transparency, uh, which is clear through that career progression framework and and salary bandings. But what's the broader culture like and and how would you define that um, as an internal CEO? I'd say super, super fast paced. I think, um, you know, there are so many amazing advancements in AI right now um, and business priorities and focus changes quite rapidly. That isn't for everyone. I know a lot of people probably prefer having longer term plans and really clear structure. But I think as a startup, we, we do move at pace, um, which is really exciting. Keeps you on your toes. Um, culturally, very, very diverse team. We've hired from 
well, we've got teams across Europe and the US. Uh, I'm constantly learning about new new cultures and backgrounds. And um, we've got a lot of, I think one thing I'm probably the most proud of during my time at Clio is that we've done a really great job of um, building a very diverse engineering team in particular. I think last year in tech, 45% of our hires were women and non-binary. Um, so um, well above industry standard. And I think um, did a lot of work to get there. So yeah, I think diversity on the team is great. And other than that, I think we're just a really fun bunch of people, like very down to earth. <laughs> I don't think any of the leadership team take themselves too seriously, which definitely helps. I work with them quite a lot. So um, yeah, they're just a, a good bunch to work with. And we try and do like an annual offsite. Last year, we all went to Alicante, which was amazing in Spain and took a few nice. days out there. And yeah, it was just so lovely, particularly given that my first few years were, were kind of working fully remote, just to be able to meet people that I'd been working with for a long time face to face was amazing. And we had a lot of fun, definitely. Just wanted to ask on that, um, on the diversity piece, because that's so interesting as someone that's also aimed to hire uh, different types of candidates into engineering. It's definitely a um, uh, uh, tough puzzle to to solve. So I was just curious to understand how Clio does it. Is it just a case of like, oh, maybe at the application stage, how you write job descriptions when you post roles, or is it more the actual interview process or any tweaks you do to to have that be a more inclusive process kind of what's your what's your approach overall to 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 i suppose bringing in candidates from like diverse backgrounds mm, i think we're quite lucky at clio in that our leadership team firstly are very diverse i think we've got a lot of women in in leadership and um, a lot of people from um kind of different backgrounds as well, which definitely helps. We do all the standard stuff. So we have a very structured interview process. Everyone's treated the same regardless of background. We try and use very diverse interview panels as well, um, just so people get to meet with a wide range of different people within Clio when they're interviewing with us, especially. Um, we partner with lots of people externally um, to get our name out there. So we recently ran like a uh, meet up in the office with women in product um, and then on the engineering side we've kind of worked with triangles in the past and other really good um, orgs I can't really remember the names off right now but I can definitely send them over um, after the podcast but um, yeah I think partnering with um, those external partners has been really helpful um, in getting our name out there I think girls in tech might be one that we work with um, as well that have really really helped to get um, more kind of female candidates into their pipeline and then proactive sourcing as well and really ensuring that the sourcing pipelines are diverse um as well and i suppose from like uh i suppose a workplace perspective because obviously i assume there's a way of attracting candidates but also um you know making the environment uh an inclusive workplace right is kind of like an important aspect not just the, that attraction piece so keen to know at Clio what it's like uh, from that culture perspective also is it like a focus on uh, inclusive workplaces psychological safety I suppose some people would talk about <clears throat> a place where you can voice your opinion and and you can open you can voice your opinion freely or what's that kind of what's your take on it and and what's what's the culture like from that inclusivity perspective yeah, I think one thing that has really impressed me throughout my time at Clio is that everyone has the chance to have a voice and a say on how we do things as a business. Um, the, the leadership team constantly asks for feedback on how we do things. We, we do like a really regular, um, every two to three months, I think we run a company 
uh, engagement survey that's fully anonymous um, to give people that chance to feedback on how we do things. And then there's a lot of transparency on how we actually use that engagement survey feedback um, on the daily to improve how things are. And yeah, I think just giving people a voice and a chance to um, advise on how they think we should either from how we build the product through to how we run socials as a business and things like that. So yeah, there's a lot of openness um, both on Slack, which is our main tool of comms um, and in company meetings as well. Or of course, um, and oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I think I recall, I think you'd written a blog or, or certainly were interviewed by She Can Code recently. I remember reading that and there was lots of really useful insights and, and, I suppose nuggets of information in there so we'll certainly attach that to the the episode description because i think that's certainly useful for lots of people who might be interested to understand a little bit more about some of those initiatives but just thought i'd quickly jump in with that and of course of course back to that i guess part of that inclusivity or related to that inclusivity perspective is also what type of candidates people succeed thrive at clio because on the one hand obviously you want to be a very open place, but I assume sometimes certain, you know, company backgrounds or skill sets or behaviors kind of fit best with with mm -hmm. with a company or or maybe not. But would you say there's a particular type of candidate or types of candidates that that you look for that would really thrive in the Clio environment or, you know, what type of people would would thrive over there? Yeah, it's it's definitely always top of mind for me, particularly leading on the talent side. I think our values do a good job of um, describing what characteristics help people to thrive at Clio. Um, one of them is bring good vibes. I think particularly if you're building a, a startup and scaling it, it can be quite a stressful journey and having people around you that can be positive, supportive um, and can look on the bright side is so key. Um, I think yeah, people that have maybe not done so well have complained a lot and people that can be quite arrogant as well is never a good thing to have on the team so that collaborative work um, method is, is really something that we try and dig into in, in interviewing as well particularly at final stages can people work well with others um, second value is learn at speed so we're a very data-centric business our CEO is an ex-machine learning specialist so he's very big on using data to drive decision making I guess that helps to reduce any kind of politics, particularly at like leadership level. So, um, yeah, we use data in all of our decision making as a business. And I think people that are comfortable using data from recruiters through to HR specialists through to um, CS champs, it's important that you kind of feel comfortable working with data as a person. Um, and then finally, um, make it happen is our third value. We've only got three, which is nice and easy to remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, people that can take ownership um, who can get things done quickly um, and at speed is is obviously really key, particularly, as I mentioned, we work at Pace at Clio. So yeah, I think pretty standard for a startup, but an important piece to remember, like people that strive for perfection probably aren't going to do so well here. We, we iterate, we build, we learn, and then we try again um, at Clio. So um, yeah, I think they're the three things that I would probably look out for as a recruiter and would say how, how we think about um, the type of people that do well at Clio as well. Awesome. Boys, yeah, I was gonna say we at Gen H we have like six values and and there's also like another three unspoken <laughs> like in Notion they're stored and but we haven't put them in the careers page yet and I kind of forget after like when when people ask me what are the company values I'm like well we have urgency <laughs> we have humbleness and uh, I'm starting to like type away yeah. like oh what are they again like, so three is a good number so uh, I appreciate that. 
Cool. So um, I suppose in terms of if there are candidates listening to this that are potentially interested in joining the business, where would you direct them to for, for more information? Yeah, I think we've got our, our careers page. I think it's just meetclio.com forward slash careers. Um, take a look there. We've also got like a life at Clio page, which is linked um, on that page as well. So um, check out our values, the career progression frameworks that we have on there. Um, and yeah, happy to speak to anyone that's interested. My DMs are open on LinkedIn. Awesome. Yeah. And, and for, let's say for joiners, you know, what can people expect, let's say from whether it's onboarding and, and benefits and, and I guess, you know, from that perspective, what does, what does Clio offer? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I guess on the, the working front, I'm, I'm, I'm in the office today. We've got a lovely office. We moved in last August in the T building in Shoreditch, um, which is lovely. Um, but we're also really flexible on remote working. So I think because we have people globally in the US and Europe, um, you don't have to come into the office if that's not how you work best. So there's a lot of flexibility there. Uh, and we offer flexible working as well. A lot of the team here are parents and carers. So giving people that chance to own their diary has, and like work how they work best is so, so important nowadays. Um, other than that, I think perks-wise, one of the cooler ones that we offer that we've just started offering to the team is that we pay for everyone's OpenAI subscription. So we get access to the premium ChatGPT product. Um, I think obviously as an AI company, we're a chatbot as well. So having um, the chance to play around with new tech and to get comfortable with advancements in AI is so, so important. So that's one that I'm particularly excited about and I've not really seen um, done regularly elsewhere. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, the annual offsite is one that I'm, again, a big fan of <laughs> as well. Um, and then other than that, I think we've got all the kind of standard perks and benefits that you'd expect for a company of our stage. So healthcare, insurance, um, uh, kind of medical uh, coverage, and then um, kind of, pension scheme and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but yeah, Happy's going to go into more depth detail. I think if you go on the careers page, they're all listed there. We've got a great blog on the our approach to benefits as well. Amazing, amazing. Well, look, anything that's that's about the, the questions we had, right? So thank you so much for taking the time for this, um, for this podcast. Uh, again, Cleo, big fan of what you guys do and big fan of the career page, the branding, the product. Um, and of course, a pleasure finally meeting you and, and learning about your experience over there. So thank you so much. Sue, any, any questions or? No, just, uh, yeah, just mirroring what Jose said. Thank you for joining us. It's been great learning more about it. I'm definitely going to look into it a little bit closely now and uh, <laughs> potentially sign up. So you, you might have just won a new customer. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And yeah, a pleasure to speak to you both. Really enjoyed the call. Thank you.